Oh, good morning, my friends. Good morning, my friends. It is a great morning to be alive on a Wednesday, middle of the week. How are you feeling today? I'm good. You're good? How are you, everyone? I'm feeling we've, old. We've missed you. We've missed you, yeah. We took an extended uh, weekend. <laughs> not we, a weekend. No, we did not take an extended weekend. I'm feeling old because we are renovating the space with lots of help, mind you. Professional help. and and But at the same time, there's a lot of work to be done. And I was rollering and moving scaffolding around and painting with my bare hands. And I'm so sore. I'm old. I feel old. I feel like I haven't used certain muscles in a very long time. Yeah. We're also, I think we're just not used to working like such long days, too. We're not used to working. Moving around for such long days. <laughs> I'm used to sitting physical, on, on Zoom for Yeah, uh, physical hours. work for eight or nine hours a day is very different. It feels good, though. Do you feel good? Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of work. Maybe. Maybe we want to get in the trades. Maybe in, we want to be drywallers and mutters. I and remember tapers. around like 9.30 a.m. I was like, I love painting. It's so much fun. I could totally paint my house. Like, I'm so painting our house. We haven't painted since we moved in in and 2006. And you're making like beautiful yeah. strokes. And then at like, you know, 5 o'clock, I'm like, if I ever have to touch a Was it 5 o'clock again. for you? For me, it was 3 o'clock. Three o'clock. Oh, 3 o'clock I hit a <laughs> I wall. I think something happened at 3 o'clock three, for all of us. For sure. My brain turned off and then I was like... We had our friend Junior and Robert that are very good at painting and they were spray painting the whole room and spray painting is a mess. Like, oh my goodness. We had to tarp it. Oh. And then at the end, at the 3 o'clock mark, maybe... Four o'clock, I was doing windows and painting the uh, gloss, the gloss white. And my hands were cramping. I'm like, my hands are so weak. <laughs> what, I, what, I, what I'm struggling with right now is I just wanted to talk about socks. You're struggling with socks? Yeah. Or you're struggling with, you feel like you're not allowed to talk about socks? I don't even know if I'm allowed to. I, I, that doesn't matter. I'll give you permission to talk about socks. But... I was very sore this morning, so I didn't put on socks. But when I'm around the house, I have to, I I feel like something's wrong if I'm not wearing socks. Like my feet are getting dirty. They're getting dried out. They're not being taken care of. They're not safe. They're not sealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then the other dichotomy I have is I hate wearing socks in, in in the summer. But no, I don't. That's not true. No, I always wear socks. I even wear socks and sandals. I know that's a faux pas. But as my son said, the only faux pas pas is having a faux pas. So then it gave me permission last year to wear socks and sandals. This is literally a non-conversation for me because I don't like socks. If I never had to wear socks again, I wouldn't. But don't your feet feel like... Enjoy your socks. I don't understand what the problem See, is. See, I get it when it comes to shorts. I like shorts. I don't like the transition in the in the fall of going into pants. So I'm the guy that wears shorts right until it snows. Yeah, but there's no problem. Like, I don't know what you're struggling with. If I'm not wearing wear socks, socks right now because I was so oh. sore that I, I, I was like, I don't even want to like gotcha. think about getting socks on right now. Gotcha. And there was none available in my peripheral. So I was like, but now my feet are cold. It's scary. I think they're dirty because the floor is probably not clean. Have you noticed what happens to me when I get tired? When you get frustrated, take, you're ripping off socks, and you're like, "Off my socks!" <sighs> I noticed. I noticed it at your parents' house when we're like visiting in the living room, and it's getting late, late, like 
thirty. Nine. Nine. <laughs> the crocodile. I start like ripping off my socks. I can't have any socks on my feet for one more minute. As long as you don't do that with your pants on my parents. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, if I never have to wear like, socks again. I would never go to bed with socks on. If I lived somewhere that That's didn't... a crime. <laughs> that is a crime. If I lived somewhere that didn't have a winter climate, I don't think I would own socks. Like I think I, I just yeah, they wouldn't be wouldn't in have to. my drawer. Can you wear shoes with those socks? No, that's the problem. Like I can't wear my. I like my my running shoes. Like my my. I have a pair of sneakers that I could wear them without socks, but I couldn't wear them without socks to work out. The younger generation, I find that they wear shoes. They they wear shoes without socks all the time. And it's, 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 to me, it's, it's wrong. Like I, I could never do that in a million years. Hey, we got to chat. No socks for this girl. Flip flops all year long. See. I'm team Selena. See, Selena, I wear sandals. Like I own, like if I could only wear sandals, I would. I wear the Birkenstocks. I know I, they're what? expensive. What are we reading today? I don't even know what date it is. But I, I wear socks in them because I have a freedom now because I feel that it doesn't matter, and I wear short socks. Because you're so close to fifty, I'm you so can close do to fifty. I can do whatever I want, and there's no smell. My feet don't get all cracked up. Like it's beautiful wearing socks and sandals. Oh. It, it's a beautiful thing. Our son told you that the only faux pas is having a faux pas, and I strongly disagree. <laughs> What's Garen saying? I'm with you on the socks. But I cannot wear socks with sandals. I I think we should just do it as an experiment around the house today. If you're feeling liberated. And I you can't have the 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 what's the toe piece? That's a flip flop. And that, my friends, is six minutes of socks. It's so thanks of... so much for joining us on the Ashes to Rubies conversational <laughs> podcast on socks in recovery. It's just because because I'm too sore to put on socks right now. And then my feet are feeling very chilly right now. But I would never go to bed with socks on. I gotcha. We gotcha. (laughs) You can go to bed with your clothes on. And you do it all the time. I'm like, get out of my bed with your clothes on. You have a hoodie on. Like, how's that not choking you? As a child, I could fall asleep on the stairs. I could fall asleep on the floor. I could fall asleep anywhere. No, I have to be clothes, little clothing. Pajamas. I fall asleep in moving vehicles all the time. Uh, all right. If I'm tired, that's it. Here we go on our morning meditation. We got mocha and our nails need to be trimmed. All right, February the 9th. It would help my situation. This is you actually speaking. It would help my situation to know why the alcoholic drinks. To excess that everything around him is damaged in some way by his compulsion. Why? Why? Why would somebody do that? That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Compul- like, why are you doing that? Hey, Vicky, I'm just going to go get some milk. Yeah. See you on I'm Monday. just going out for a pint. I'll be right back. If, and, and that's being honest, um, the milk one's a lie. If he drinks to drown out the pain of shattering childhood experiences, which he does not even identify or remember... How can such pain be located and removed? Like, just get get that located and removed. Certainly not by us. <laughs> we are amateurs. Oh, I should go. Okay. And emotionally involved amateurs at that. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm glad I'm reading this one today. Remember I hope I you don't take amateurs it per- and you got so mad at me. I know. That was and, a big and fight. And here a big you are. Fight. You're the amateur. I know. Um, I'm emo- the one who said that. Emotionally involved amateur at that, my friend. It would it would take years and thousands of dollars worth of psychiatry. And even, and even that. Good luck. And even then the outcome would be uncertain. But at least the knowledge that he suffers should keep me from condemning him. Mm. That's good. Today's reminder. It is enough for me to know that the unhappy drinker can get help in Alcoholics Anonymous or any 12-step fellowship where so many have found contented contented sobriety. It is enough for me to know that I can overcome my own confusion by using the Al-Anon program or my own 12-step program. So here's our quote. Let me conduct myself and my way in, in my life in such a way that I have no reason to reproach myself for making a bad decision worse, a bad situation worse. This, at least, is within my power to make it better. Ugh. Yeah, those answers. We were just doing a meditation this morning with my sponsor, and we were talking all about this, about do we really have a choice? Are we, as drinkers, am I choosing to drink or not to drink? Am I choosing ease and comfort? And is that actually the delusion that I'm doing something for ease and comfort? Um, and, and so how do you answer these questions? I, if the alcoholic wanted to be really honest, the reason that I was drinking is I need to actually say, I don't know. Like, I actually don't even know why I'm drinking. Because I've drank in every situation. I've celebrated. I've, I've, you know, mourned. I've, there is every situation. There's always a reason to drink. So the real reason you, is I actually have no clue why right. I'm drinking. You've used every reason to explain why you're drinking. And then you get into that whole idea of, and, and thought process of choice am i actually making choices we're not i think as humans we have very little choice um in in everything that we're doing we've been raised into something so i think choice is a thing that is an illusion for most of us and then the wise how do you like and, and the wise is like there's some childhood trauma that i'm drinking because of and, and, but this other person doesn't have that, or this person does. And, and there's no reason why I'm drinking. It's because I'm alcoholic. And, and as soon as I started drinking, I can't stop drinking because there's a physical thing that's happening in me. Me and my sponsor were talking about this today. The life of addiction is ease and comfort, the, or the illusion of it. The life the spiritual life is that of suffering and of discipline, very different lives. And then the shepherd has a rod in the staff that will comfort me. So in the recovered life, it guides me, it taps me on my nose, it, it turns me in certain ways. It's not a soother and a blanket and a bottle. In the addiction life, the rod and staff of alcohol keeps me from observing the spiritual malady. So it actually blinds me to the fear that's running my life, whether that's food, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And so the, the addiction rod and stuff actually 
relieves me of the fear. It just doesn't take it away. The spiritual life, God actually takes that away. Mm -hmm. And now I enter a whole different life. Mm -hmm. So the whys all get answered in recovery um, of, of why I was doing it in the first place. And I think at the end of the day, we can say, I, I don't have a reason. Mm-hmm. But I am alcoholic and only God can make me non-alcoholic or recovered. Yeah. Yeah. There's no other way to figure it out. We can use our brain and our intellect as much as we want, but that doesn't necessarily make everything settle into like actually being able to have a transformed life. Mm-hmm. That has to come from God. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I remember when I first started uh, doing this work a couple of years ago, and then the first time that someone, uh, you know, when I came to, a couple of years ago, when I realized like, oh, I'm actually talking recovery and I'm like saying all these things, but I'm still like, there's still this thing happening. I didn't understand that. Like what's happening with me? Like, I know all this stuff. I know this stuff from, uh, the Bible and, and all those things. And the delusion is just so strong Mm -hmm. of like, Oh, I actually don't have this relationship with God Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. he, where, you know, where he is actually my solution. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like? And I remember the first time I spoke at a meeting, I went back and listened to the recording because I was like, I wanted to check and make sure that I was being honest. You know, am I actually doing the things that I said that I'm doing? Am I actually, you know, and there's, you know, part of me that should probably go back and listen to that recording on a regular basis. Like, oh, is this where I really am? Is this what's really happening? Or am I trying to run the show again? Am I trying to have all the answers again? Mm -hmm. In the doctor's opinion, it talks about we, we, we drink, um, seemingly for, for the effect and so that effect is actually a delusion because what's the effect? I drink any occasion, any and all occasions. And so the effect is actually, the the effect is taking away my fears that, that I don't even know that are there. But there's an effect that's overwhelmingly significant that I continue to do it. And as an, as an Al-Anon or a con- codependent or... Uh whatever word you you can identify with you know sometimes people talk about controlling they they can recognize controlling fixing behaviors that's a little trickier like i'm like Mm -hmm. so what is it that i'm doing (laughs) you know like even as we work on this project and i'm you know helping with this project i have all these happy helpful suggestions that come up in my head you know and so i often have to like bring those back to god God, is this like something that I actually need to speak up about? Like, should I say this or do I just need to like keep my peace and be quiet and just show up and, and help? Like I, I often through my whole life thought I had better ideas, Mm, you know, mm. I thought I had great ideas and you know, the reality is like, maybe they are really great ideas, but they're my ideas. They're not your ideas. Mm -hmm. They're not. And so do I always need to be giving you great ideas or can I just trust that God's going to give you great ideas. That's good. Ah, the wise. <clears throat> All right. Keep the peace, be of good behavior, and we'll see you at noon. We have our recovery meeting. It is open to anybody seeking um, or in recovery or in addiction even. And Darlene is sharing today. Do you know what she's uh, sharing on? Yeah, agnosticism. Agnosticism. The Leaving God out of my life. The spiritual experience. The spiritual experience. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed afternoon. We'll see you Thanks at noon. Thanks for joining us. Keep the peace. Be of good behavior. I hope to meet you both one day. Yeah. <laughs>